the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Just talking to a buddy of mine, talking about paying off his student loans. He had bought a house a couple of years ago, and and then in this little stroke of aggressive genius, he fixed the place up, sold it for a profit of like 30 or 40 grand to dig himself out of student debt. And he still owes money, but uh, he's but much he better than he was. he doesn't owe much money. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey welcome to the, uh, the Ride Home with John and Kathy, a Tuesday edition. So, Kath, uh, you have how many degrees? Uh, I have two degrees. Yeah. Yeah, I have one degree in communications from uh, the University of Pittsburgh and then uh, in writing, and then I have a degree in interior design from the Art Institute, okay, which so, is now defunct. <laughs> right. The entire organization. I just wanted you to know. The uh, but, the degree is useless. Yeah. No, so was it useless? Do you regret uh, doing that? I don't regret it at all. Oh, good. You know, when I went Money in, well spent. Yeah, when I went into, you know, I was in a whole different field. I was in the recruiting field. I worked for the um, the School of Medicine at Pitt, and I really liked my job, but there were I just didn't feel well suited to my job, and I really was longing to do something artistic. And so I was happy to go to school, but the only condition was, and my husband and I both thought this, we thought we don't want to go into debt getting a degree that's not going to pay off for me. Right. And uh, But it did. So I, I, got, uh, I went to school, and I finished from the Art Institute, and then the next year I made the money back. Nice. In an increased salary. So, so it was a good regret. thing. No, so, yeah, I don't I mean, regret it. I, I'm so happy I did that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not working in the field, the interior design field anymore, but I don't, <laughs> I don't regret here. that. I'm working here. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get us straightened out here is what I you're mean, doing. So, I'd like to find a way to paint my living room. Yeah. <laughs> I can't seem to manage that either. So we saw this article about the, um, a lot of Americans regret their college degree. Yeah. It says that, that um, according to a new survey by Payscale, roughly two-thirds of American employees reported having misgivings about their college degree. That's a lot. Okay. So – I would think that you look back and you think, you know, I didn't really want to study that or I didn't want to. But what the um, what the article on the examiner says is that it's actually a sign that the country is starting a reckoning about the value of education because it is so absurdly expensive. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. In the survey, college grads of all ages cited the cost of their degree as the primary reason they have regrets. So when you said, was it worth it, was the first thing I said is I made back the money. Yeah. You paid it off. Right. But what if I had never made back mm-hmm. the money? And what if I was going to be several more decades into my life before I was able to pay it not off? Just it. Then all of a sudden, I don't think it would have been worth it no, anymore. No, of course not. This millstone hanging around your back, around your neck, right? Yeah. So that's the number one reason is that money is too much 
we paid too much, and now I'm still paying it off. Okay, but choice of never, major was the second. Choice of major was the right, second, should have been something else. Was the second reason why people said that they regretted their degree. So I, I think that this, you know, this college uh, education, and I would call it in some form a, a groundswell, not a revolution, but you know. Maybe our grandchildren will pay for college, and college will be totally different than your experience and mine. Right now, mm-hmm. there are these massive cathedrals, right? right. And people are going online um, and getting a college degree for a fraction of the cost, and does it matter? I mean, every, everybody who believes in the free market knows and has known for 12 years, 15 years, that this was a bubble that was going to burst. Right. Because nobody can afford to pay $65,000 for a degree in art history from wherever when you're you're never ever going to make that money back because you're going to be paying so much interest on your student loan art history majors unite i mean i love art history you know i mean that's one of those degrees i mean you know it is but but it makes it i don't know i just think that the whole secondary ed world is is most of the time a complete waste. Right. I hate to say that because I loved college and I love learning and I love the idea of people being committed to education, especially liberal arts education. But when it's this much money and I'm going to schools and I'm visiting them and I'm seeing that, you know, your freshman dorm has a flat screen TV in it and a fitness set, right. I just think, you know, this is stupid. What are we doing? Right. I mean, wouldn't it be better? I mean, wouldn't it, when you know people who are like, remember people uh, who are professional students, people who spend, I, I've got a buddy who, I bet you he has multiple, probably four or five different degrees. Mm-hmm. He has spent the entirety of his working career as a learner. I mean, now the family situation is well, such he could he never afford that. to do that anymore. No, of course not. Right? So he started that all those years ago, and that was a, it's a wonderful lifestyle for a person, right? right? So what, to be able to keep learning. Yeah. But that's not, it's not feasible right now. That, I, you know. What are other countries doing? Well, it's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I was just in Germany a couple of weeks ago, and they don't, you know, when you, when you go to school in Germany in fourth grade, when you finish, your teacher determines whether you're going to go to college or not. Fourth grade? Really? Yeah. Fourth grade, I was making like little fart noises and, and funny I, faces. And I, you know, so many times when I was there and I talked to people, I'd think, now is that fair? Fourth grade. What happens if you change? What well, of happens course you're going to change. Well, of course. You, so what, I don't know, that seems odd, but all school is paid for. So it's nothing that's coming out of your pocket. Oh. And you don't decide where you're going to school. So if, you know, my fourth grade teacher decides, okay, Kathy's going to college. Well, whenever it's time for me to go to university, I don't get to pick where I'm going. They tell me where to go. Really? But I don't pay for it. Okay, so good news, bad news. I mean, I don't, I don't know how I'd, I don't think I would like that. So I don't think that that's a good system. But I don't think our system is a good system. No, it's certainly not. I mean, are you no. kidding me? Of all college grads surveyed, approximately seventy-five percent of humanities graduates had regrets about attaining their degree. seventy-five wow, percent. Wow. So I was reading about Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren uh, was talking, decrying about the high cost of an education. But she taught in an Ivy League school where she made for one year. $450,000. So, yeah, you're talking out of both sides what? of your mouth. Yeah, she taught at Harvard. She made $450,000 for one year. Okay, well, contrast that with the fact that according to Payscale's findings, a large number of Americans who are age 62 and older are using their monthly Social Security check to pay off their outstanding student loan debt. What? What? Yes. Somebody's 62? Listen, a large number of Americans age 62 and older 
are using their monthly Social Security te- check to pay off their outstanding student loan. What? Now, who's do- if you if you're 62, that meant you went to high or went to college in the 70s, maybe at the at the late mid 80s. You're telling me you're still paying your student? That seems kind of wonky. Okay, well, listen, that's what it says. But imagine, I mean, you know how much you paid for college. Imagine what oh. people who are in college now are going to yeah, be yeah, doing when they're 62. Oh my! Goodness. It's a total racket. I'm telling you, yeah. if you've got ki- if you've got kids who are little, you have to decide right now what you're willing to spend. Yeah. And if you're not willing to spend it, you have to be willing to say no. I was just talking to this this friend of mine, maybe I don't know, six months ago. And we were talking about college loan debt and whatever, and we're lamenting it, and it's such a racket, and it's such a ripoff, and blah, 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 blah. And then she went on to tell me that she was paying $58,000, $58,000 for her kid to go to this private school in New England. Whoa. Per and year. Per and year. Shoo per wee. year. That's the tuition. Per year. Holy smokes. And I said, why are you doing that? Yeah. And she said, because we're all doing it. We're all doing it? What does that mean? That means you mean because us? all of us I'm not in doing our it. culture are doing it. You didn't it. do it. You went to a state that school. We're, that we're doing it. But even if you decide no, to lame. go to my state school, you know, I went to Pitt. Yeah. I'm going to be paying $28,000, $29,000 in tuition. Just, a, just in tuition? Just in tuition to go to Pitt. Hmm. When I went to Pitt, I went for free because my mom worked there, which yeah. was such the a bonus tremendous of the gift of my life. Such a trem- but if I would have had to pay... I think tuition was eight grand. Mm-hmm. It's twenty eight grand. Yeah, I think my my I mean, come tu- on, I'm my, not that old. Mine was thirty two hundred dollars a year. <laughs> See, it's just it's a it's, good. it's crazy, and we can't be people who say, "Well, you know why I'm doing it is because we're all doing oh, it." No, like, that's look, just crazy. no, 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 no. we got to stand up and say we're right. not doing that. Yeah, well, there's Mike sitting there in the, in the glass in the other room. He's still paying the student loans, yeah. right? It'll be it'll be about um, I have another ten to fifteen years left. <sighs> oh. My. 10 to 50. So you'll be, you know, close to 50 years old. Right. Holy smokes. Yeah. Around 45, yeah. And it and it has colored all of your, it has to have colored all your financial decisions, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because how can it not? Yeah. yeah. It's, you you it's, build a budget, that's, you know, at the very top of the road, right? Yeah. It's hindered uh, where where we can live, what house we can build, what mm-hmm. type of house we can build, what type of house we can buy. Yeah. Um, it's, it's it, I just wish that... There was a system to where if if you're doing X and you're determined to make X, then the school should help you – or not help you. Or the school should charge you an X amount of money. Sure. Yeah, so they, they accept a certain rate Correct. based on what you're doing and what you're going like to I do. Went, I originally went for youth ministry. There's no way I'm going to be making three figures coming out of college and you know, in youth ministry. In youth ministry, no, <laughs> that's not going to happen. You're making a buck two eighty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. So, yeah, I just wish you know th- th- there there needs to be something that needs to be done. Yeah. yeah well, it looks like sure. it's underway. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, the bubble's going to burst, and I think we're probably going to watch it happen. I'm into that. Good. Hey, uh, a little later on the show, we're going to talk about the death of uh, Ross Perot. He is an American original. Certainly, uh, his chutzpah, his drive. He paid for his college just uh, fine. But in a few minutes. And he busted a lot of people out of prison. He sure did. We're going to talk about a dental clinic next. The third annual Mission of Mercy Free Dental Clinic, PPG Paints Arena. 
Hey, employers, are you tired of paying outrageous premiums for health insurance? How about a plan that allows you to go to any hospital in the country, a plan that pays you back every year? Now, whether you want a top-of-the-line plan or just enough to keep you legal, Marley Financial, they have a custom-made plan just for you. As a business owner, you owe it to yourself to stay ahead of the ever-changing marketplace, and Marley's been on the cutting edge of new and improved health plans for both individuals and businesses for years. And only Marley Financial offers health plans that actually pay you back. So go to MarleyFG.com for unbiased, top-notch plans from any carrier in Pennsylvania. Plans that'll save you money and give you an edge over the competition. They even offer custom business solutions to reduce your liability and overhead as you grow. They're truly one of the most innovative agencies in the nation. So give them a call now, 724-884-1496. That's Marley Financial. Visit them online at MarleyFG.com. 101.5 WORD. Your station for leading the way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Envy and anxiety are very dangerous weeds that threaten to choke off the fruit of the Spirit, especially peace. Dr. Michael Youssef. I have heard it through the years. There are some who would say, if I have X number of dollars, I'll have peace. If I just go and live on a remote island, I will have peace. All these are pitfalls. Why? Because they will lead to false peace. This week on Leading the Way. Tomorrow morning at 6.30 on 101.5 WORD. You watch what you eat. You're hitting the gym. You're doing your best to live a healthy life. But did you know that a bad night's sleep and a bad mattress can have a big impact on your health? Here at the Original Mattress Factory, our hand-built mattresses made of the highest quality materials provide the comfort and support needed to provide healthy sleep for years to come. To learn more about how the right mattress can help you achieve healthy sleep habits, visit OriginalMattress.com or stop by an Original Mattress Factory store near you. The gimmicks, the flashy sales, and the big markups. Mattress stores have made the mattress shopping experience confusing on purpose. Ron Trzinski started the Original Mattress Factory to create a better way. He raised the bar on quality, offered hand-built mattresses for a fraction of the cost, and ditched the high-pressure sales tactics, all to create a better mattress buying experience for you. You could say he was the original disruptor. Stop by an Original Mattress Factory store or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm, phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting Dean just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you got to call Big Lou. Got to. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. How does Eden Christian Academy prepare students for success? Through education that ignites the mind and inspires the spirit. From pre-K through 12th grade, through 47 state-certified full-time teachers, and opportunities in sports, the arts, and service to the community. With results like SAT scores 200 points over the national average. Schedule a tour at any of Eden's three North Hills campuses and see what the area's largest non-denominational Christian school has to offer at EdenChristianAcademy.org. We have friends who annually take a team of dentists into Guatemala 
and they provide free dental care for, I'm sure, hundreds and hundreds of people who have never seen a dentist before. But then you think, how many people are walking around here, the city of Pittsburgh, Mm -hmm. who would love to have some dental care, but for whatever reason, because, you know, it's so expensive or fear or whatever, people need dental care, but they just will not, cannot get to the doctor, mostly because they're not carrying health insurance. Well, Dr. Daniel Patucci is with us. This is, once again, the time to talk about the Mission of Mercy Free Dental Clinic. Happy to say this is the third annual Mission of Mercy, July 26th and 27th at the PPG Paints Arena. Dr. Patucci, welcome back to the show, and congratulations. We greatly admire your efforts. Well, thank you for having us. I really appreciate you uh, sharing this with the community. So John raises an important question. You know, we uh, both John and I have traveled uh, to third world countries. And, of course, we know that dental clinics are absolutely essential there because just dental care doesn't happen um, in a large majority of the people's uh, homes and communities. But what about Pittsburgh? Um, When you open a clinic like Mission of Mercy, uh, tell me what the people are like who come in. Well, we have we, we have an entire range of individuals. We have people that are between jobs. We have people that um, have a family to care for and um, have limited income. We have people that um, um, may not uh, may may have a job but don't have dental insurance. And uh, uh, by the time they pay for their rent, their uh, insurance and uh, and food and essentials don't have uh, money left over um, to actually provide. Um, uh, uh, compensation to a dentist for regular dental care, and so they uh, um, put it off, and uh, then they find themselves um, getting into bigger problems, and we see them coming through the emergency rooms um, um, in a crisis that could have been entirely preventable had they been able to access dental care uh, and have the small problems taken care of before they became big problems. Got it. Yeah. So you're not talking about a cosmetic issue when it comes to dental care. You're talking about people who are coming into Mission of Mercy or are entering an ER in pain. Well, again, uh, the individuals that come to the uh, Mission of Mercy um, uh, really uh, are across the entire spectrum. I mean, there may be some people that uh, can't afford to have uh, their uh, front teeth replaced and, um, again, might be in between jobs but now can't even go and have a job interview because uh, they don't have any front teeth and uh, they might be uh, looking for a job in retail or um, in the food service industry or uh, something like that and um, uh, without their front teeth make a poor impression and uh, are not likely to be hired and uh, so they have an opportunity to have that corrected but then uh, there's individuals who are in pain there are individuals who um, have uh, broken down teeth that are decaying and they're no longer in pain because the nerve is dead but they now have a significant health hazard uh, that's just uh, waiting to happen uh, that can frequently uh, cause them to end up in an emergency room. The third annual Mission of Mercy Free Dental Clinic, July 26th, 27th at PPG Paints Arena. Service will be provided to adults and children ages two and up at no charge. There are no income or eligibility requirements. Dr. Patucci, talk to us. People arrive really early because it's essentially first come, first served. It is. And um, and so um, uh, when, when they arrive, they typically um, are already in a line that's outside the PPG Paints Arena. Um, the doors open at 6 a.m. So those individuals that are in line, we bring them inside. We have seating uh, arranged for them. 
and then um, they are uh, quickly taken into a uh, triage area where they're first uh, triaged medically by uh, medical volunteers uh, from the community and uh, and uh, hospitals and um, made certain that they can actually receive dental care and are stable. We've sometimes found people who actually had um, uh, severe hypertension or actually weren't in the best of health, and they didn't even realize it until they had that uh, initial medical screening. So that will occur initially. Then they're evaluated by a dentist, x-rays are taken, and a a priority list of the top three uh, most pressing issues is established. Uh, then the patients are routed uh, from the uh, dental triage area to um, uh, the various stations for whatever work they may need to have done. We're going to have hygienists there providing cleanings. We're going to have endodontists there providing root canals. We're going to have restorative dentists uh, providing restorative dentistry and fixing uh, repairable teeth with white fillings, uh, aesthetic bonding in the front. Uh, so if there's a cavity or a black um, decayed area on a front tooth that'll be uh, able to be repaired if the tooth needs a root canal to be saved the root canal can be done and then of course if a tooth can't be saved uh, we'll have uh, surgeons available to uh, extract the teeth um, and um, and get the patient out of pain and allow that area to heal um, all of that will be available so uh, doors open at 6 a.m. at PPG Paints Arena, and the two-day event, what are the hours? You start to look at people's mouths uh, at what time, and you end at what time? So we're, we typically will be finishing up around 5 or 6. Um, we will have to, um, uh, in past years, we've had to close the doors uh, before that because um, uh, once we have uh, everybody inside the building, we're going to have to take care of all of those patients. And so we will be there until everybody in the building is taken care of. And then, uh, and then we'll do it again the next day. So it'll be on a Friday and then on a Saturday again. It's kind of ironic that you're at the PPG Paints Arena. You think a few of the Pittsburgh pen- Penguins would show up with their bad teeth. <laughs> we, uh, the people there take care of the Penguins, too. So, uh, um, you know, we've so got a lot to. of folks... A lot of folks uh, uh, from the community. I mean, we have faculty from the uh, uh, University of Pittsburgh uh, School of Dental Medicine that are going to be volunteering their time there, as well as many uh, community dentists um, that um, are going to be giving up their uh, Friday and Saturday to uh, help take care of the community. That's wonderful. Nice. That's so if you want any information about this Mission of Mercy, their third annual event, look online, M-O-M, Mission of Mercy, M-O-M-P-G-H, dot org and that's for anyone listening to the show who has not been able to have regular dental care for any reason uh, it could be health it could be employment status it could be overall financial condition it should it could be you know lack of being able to get around whatever it is mission of mercy that's for you july 26 27th dr patusha thank you for being with us we greatly admire your uh, your kindness your generosity your heart for helping people who are in need well, thank you. And again, it's uh, it's really because of the efforts of our sponsors and because of all the people that are going to be volunteering their time, including the uh, 150 plus dentists that are going to be there, as well as the uh, 1,100 volunteers helping with all of this. Very nice. The third annual Mission of Mercy online at MOMPGH. It is July 26th and 27th at PPG Paints Arena. MOMPGH.org.
This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. Hey, it's John Hall. So a while back, the folks at MyPillow said, hey, John, can you try out a MyPillow and let us know what you think? I was skeptical. I mean, it's a pillow. But what did I have to lose, right? I'll tell you what I lost. Interrupted sleep. No more folding the pillow in half. No more flat, lifeless pillows. It changed my life. So I'm letting you know, you need my pillow. Well, not my actual pillow, but your own my pillow. It stays cool all night long. No more waking up at 3 a.m. to flip to the cool side of the pillow. It keeps its shape. No more reshaping your pillow in the middle of the night. It comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Try it. Don't like it? Return it. My pillow comes with a 10-year warranty. Do you have a pillow that comes with a 10-year warranty? You can toss a MyPillow into your washer and dryer. It's like new again. Get a two-pack of MyPillow's premiums for $69.98. That's only $34.99 per pillow, the lowest price ever offered on radio or TV. This offer is only available at MyPillow.com or call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Once upon a time, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? Now, there's Salem Surround, delivering customers with targeted digital marketing. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. When wet weather is on the way, keep it dry inside with J&D Waterproofing. Water seepage and a sinking foundation can cause major structural damage if left untreated. Joe Belanti and the team at J&D Waterproofing have the experience to correct your water problem with over 72 years in the industry. Call the Tri-State's premier waterproofing company now at 1-800-VERY-DRY for a free estimate and big savings on all waterproofing services for a limited time. J&D Waterproofing, 1-800-VERY-DRY. Right now, there are young people across the world facing a tough choice. Continue their dream of education or drop out to help their family put food on the table. You can help change their future in a single moment. See how far your support can go at unbound.org. Most clubs you join require an initiation fee or a club membership, but not the Word FM Discount Shopping Club. No, in our club you save as much as half. Half off home improvement services, web design, family entertainment, music festivals, and much more. All from the comfort of your computer or smartphone. Log on now to wordfm.com slash shopping. And God save the green. Clear skies tonight with a low of 69 degrees. Tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine with a shower thunderstorm popping up in some spots for the afternoon. High tomorrow, 88. Some clouds tomorrow night with a shower to around low 72. Then for Thursday, we'll have a couple of showers and thunderstorms. Some storms heavier later in the day and could even produce some flash flooding and damaging winds, 83 degrees. With Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Danielle Niddle. These young people, when they get out of this wonderful university, will have difficulty finding a job. We've got to clean this mess up, leave this country in good shape, and pass on the American dream to them. We've got to collect the taxes to do it. If there's a fairer way, I'm all ears. Ah. (laughs) 
That is Ross Perot, the uh, Texas gadfly who made a fortune in computer services. He amazed the nation with audacious paramilitary missions to Vietnam and Iran. And he ran for president in 1992 and 1996 with populist talk of restoring Norman Rockwell's America. He died today at his home in Dallas of, at 89. Uh, that's an article, a great article in the New York Times by Robert D. McFadden that John is uh, reading from. And um, I was just in Houston, maybe, what was that, three, four months ago? And people there speak glowingly of Ross Perot. Now, I have to say, when I was there, I had kind of forgotten about Ross sure, Perot. Yeah. Let me tell you, the people in Texas have not forgotten. He's a folk hero. Uh, he really is a folk hero. Right. And I heard so many wonderful stories about him, about his philanthropy, about his endless energy. Um, he's really a beloved figure. Yep. 1992, they say he became one of the most unlikely candidates ever to run for president. Five feet six, 144 pounds, a 1950s uh, crew cut. As you just heard with that audio clip, that uh, squeaky nasal country boy twang. And in the 1992 election, uh, George W. Bush, H.W. Uh, Bush, and uh, Bill Clinton, Ross Perot garnered 20 million votes. 20 19%. million votes. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot. Sure was. Uh, he came back in 1996, had uh, not nearly as much success, but he really was an amazing guy. Started out, as a lot of kids did, selling seeds door to door, was a paper boy. He was an Eagle Scout in one year with the Boy Scouts. And uh, then he ventured out into the business world, and he grabbed onto uh, IBM, where he became a top salesperson. Then he left IBM, started his own company, and that's when things got really big. The thing I couldn't remember and that I had kind of blocked out, I mean, I was pretty young at the time, but when he was part of the race, uh, George H.W. Bush and Bill Clinton, um, and he garnered 20 million votes, at the peak of his popularity, he dropped out of the race. I had forgotten this. And it wasn't until months later he jumped back in and he said that his withdrawal had been prompted by Republican dirty tricks to sabotage his daughter's wedding with faked compromising photographs. Now, what's interesting about that is what would have happened if he didn't drop out? Yeah. I mean, for someone to... To up to up A third-party candidate? Right, it just two. doesn't happen. It really doesn't. But still, 20 million votes when you weren't even in the race for three months. Yeah, it I mean, an awful I don't lot. know. It's something to contemplate. It's also worth contemplating how anyone joins the Boy Scouts and becomes an eagle in a year. <laughs> yeah. I've known kids who've done that. Is that Seriously, right? Seriously, it's like you're just obsessed. It's and like so you blow it's your whole everything. job. It is. It's every day, every day, every day. Well, so it seems like he was that type of personality every day, every day, every day. Right. Now, this is this is interesting. Uh, same article from the New York Times. In 1979, as an Islamic revolution swept Iran, Ross Perot, he mounted a commando raid on a prison in Tehran to free two of his employees who were held for ransom. A riot was orchestrated at the gates and in the chaos of an ensuing breakout. 11,800 inmates escaped from the jail, including both of his employees. The episode was later chronicled in Ken Follett's best-selling book, On the Wings of Eagles, and in a 1986 miniseries on NBC in which Ross Perot was played by Richard Crenna. They looked nothing alike. Of course not. (laughs) But But until I read this article, John, I swear to you, I never heard that story. It's a great story. He also did something during the Vietnam War where he loaded two massive airliners, flew over to North Vietnam, and he embarrassed the North Vietnamese. They rejected the offer of aid and food, but because of that visit, some prisoners apparently received better treatment. 
He's an American patriot. He founded Electronic Data Systems. Of course, that's the company that earned him his billions. And the company struggled for many years, but I thought it was uh, fascinating to read that when it was at its peak, he was one of America's richest men. Many of his employees also became millionaires when the company went public, but all had to conform to his codes. Conservative suits, short hair for men, no slacks for women, Unless it was freezing, which, by the way, I could say that about several moments here in the Word FM studio, and no marital infidelities. Those are part of the company That's rules. That's part of the company rules. Now, here's the interesting thing. He was in Dallas. So how often does it freeze in Dallas? Right. Well, if it's so hot there and then they get over excited about their air conditioning, maybe a lot. I don't yeah. know. He was one of a kind. There's no doubt about that. And uh, that generation of what he was part of, that greatest, gen- greatest generation, will be sorely missed. Ross Perot. Take a break. Come back. we got lots more ahead. Nike, Colin Kaepernick, Home Depot, Chick-fil-A. Stick around for that. WORD. If you've ever looked at the inner workings of your wristwatch, you know what brilliant design is. Of course, the universe is far more complex than that. So what does that say about its origin? Is it profoundly brilliant design, or is it just random chance? Consider that as John MacArthur launches his study titled The Battle for the Beginning, here on Grace to You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on 101.5 WORD. Just one more. Just one more. Jesus has a heart for the one. His love compels him to keep searching until his sons and daughters are back in his arms. Our prayer at Cornerstone Television is for the one who is lost. God has raised us up with power to reach the unreachable. Join WPCB TV. Cornerstone Television, July 9th through 11th, starting at 8 p.m. for our special program, Just One More. We want to pray for your loved ones who are not yet saved, empower you to share your faith with others, and team up with you to make an even bigger impact. Mark your calendar for July 9th through 11th, 8 p.m., and join Cornerstone Television for our Just One More broadcast. Learn more at ctvn.org. Somewhere today... At a Christian school near you, a teacher arrived at work, not because of a paycheck, but a calling, a divine privilege to invest their skills, their time, their academic training, their entire life to equip young minds for success in this world and beyond. This is how love inspires learning. Visit pittsburghchristianschools.net, education for mind and soul. pittsburghchristianschools.net. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. If you're living under the dark cloud of hidden secrets and judgment, then it's time for you to apply the teaching of Psalm 51 in your own life. Join Terry Hanna for Christians with Secret Addictions. How amazing would it be that rather than hide in the darkness of our past, we can have God himself as our hiding place, our place of safety, his unfailing love and forgiveness. 
just like David experienced. Christians with Secret Addictions, Sunday night at 645 on WORD. Over the uh, 4th of July holiday, I was uh, doing some painting. And so I, I was looking for this particular brand of paint, and I found myself on the Home Depot site. And then, then I saw, found myself in the comment section about paint on the Home Depot site. Oh, for heaven's sake. Where people were going nutsoidal, apparently, about someone who is connected to Home Depot. I didn't even know this story. And how they're never going to shop there again. They're going to, I'm never going to go there. I'm going to tear up my credit cards and I hate Home Depot and I'm going to go to Lowe's and yada, yada, yada. So it turns out that. The uh, CEO of Home Depot, who, by the way, retired in 2002. Which is 17 years ago. Has given money to... Not 17 days ago. 17 years. He's given money to the Trump campaign. And he says, essentially, you know, I I don't agree with everything the president does, but I'm going to make sure that I put my money where my mouth is here and try to do right. Okay. And now people aren't going to buy anything from Home Depot and they're going to rip up their cards because how dare he have like a personal feeling on politics? Right. And then over the course of the same 4th of July holiday, Nike is going to release a pair of tennis shoes with a design of the circular Betsy Ross flag. And apparently American's conscience, Colin Kaepernick says, no, that reminds me of slavery. And so Nike acquiesces and says, you're right. It, does, it should remind all of us of slavery. <laughs> right. Or, or it reminds us of a lot of things. Slavery is one of them, but it's yes. not the only thing. No, it's not. Of course not. Or how about walking into a Chick-fil-A to get a chicken sandwich, and then all of a sudden you're, you know, you're anti-family, or you're just a bigot and a hater. Or, or as, the, uh, as the young man from Duquesne University right here in Pittsburgh said, he considers Chick-fil-A's, quote, questionable history on human rights. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chicken nugget, my friend. <laughs> I, mean, I think the chickens the might want to question on that. human rights is like the the regime in North Korea. <laughs> okay, it's not what the dude who owns Chick Fil A right. decides to do in his free time. David David E. Johnson's with us. David Johnson's the CEO of Strategic Vision PR Group, a PR and branding agency, here to talk to us about this about Nike and Colin Kaepernick, Home Depot and Trump, Chick Fil A and the LBTQ, the political branding of corporate America. Uh, David, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing great. Great to be on. David, it's hard to take this seriously after a while. I mean, I feel like I have to make a joke out of it because otherwise it would eat you alive. Oh, I agree totally. It's laughable, but sadly, in the polarized country that we live in and with social media setting the narrative, and remember, it's just a handful on social media, but they're loud. They're like a group of bullies. They set the narrative, and what we're seeing is traditional media runs and follows it and reports it. Right. We're seeing businesses now feel that they have to come out and take stands on political and social issues, or otherwise they're going to be attacked by this social media vigilante mob. Now, this is something new because, I mean, in the old days, if you went and bought an ironing board or, you know, a bottle of Pepsi. It didn't have to be a social statement. No, but what, what's happened, David? Why is this, is this the, just always the boogeyman of social media that it goes back to? It really is. I mean, traditionally, we used to buy products based on the quality of their service. Was it durable? Was it going to last? Was it at a good price? Now, especially among these millennials and Gen Zers that the brands really want to court and have as their consumer, we're finding that these this group, this category 
list not price, not the quality of the product or service, but rather, does the company make me feel good? Does the company share my beliefs and values? And that's more important to this group than, you know, the traditional uh, product service, the product quality that most consumers used to go by. You know, that's a strange is it's. It's a strange thing for me to hear because part of me appreciates the fact that consumers are, are aware of a larger world and yeah. that we're not just, you know, commodified consumers. You know, I, so part of me likes that. But then the other part of me looks at that and says, you know, it's very hard to ascertain from the position as the purchaser of all of the supply chain of what goes into anything you're buying. And so it's it's hard when you hear one blip of that chain that you don't like and magnifying that into being an entire statement against an entire company. Oh, exactly, but we see this happen. Now, look, Dunkin' Donuts a couple of months ago announced that they weren't political. They weren't going to take any political stands. Their executives at a conference said, we're not Starbucks. Do you know what happened? The social media mob went after them, and Dunkin' Donuts backtracked and said, well, we will address political issues issue by issue now. Wow, I didn't know that. Really? Issue by issue. I mean, sometimes, don't you, I just want to buy a can opener. Right, I don't want That's an all issue. I, want to I don't do. want an issue. Exactly. And I'm not saying, you know, every consumer does that, but that's what we're seeing these major brands governed by, is does our, our story, our brand story, is that going to appeal to these millennials and Gen Zers? Right. Because that's who they're courting. I mean, when you think about uh, you know Chick Fil A, the the irony is Chick Fil A has zoomed as far as uh, user experience and people's loyalty, despite the harsh criticism. Right? Chick Fil A is not deterred by all the haters; they continue in their excellent way. Exactly, and they were ranked just recently the number one fast food uh, restaurant in the United States. My pleasure. So they haven't been affected, despite what we're seeing now. This um, uh, mob, this angry mob, tried to go after them now through legislative fiat and ban them from municipality, which many courts have ruled to be unconstitutional. Right. And there are several battles that are still being adjudicated even now. And that's just when I feel like people who believe in common sense, I don't care what your political position on anything is, just common sense speaking, stand up and say, you know what? So some dude thinks something different than I think. Like, who cares? Like, it doesn't mean he doesn't have a right to have a business. Oh, no, I agree totally. But unfortunately, with this uh, millennial group and with a lot of the marketers on Madison Avenue, they feel that it has to be groupthink. Everybody must think alike. And if you go against the groupthink, you're going to be ostracized. Hmm. So in corporate America, David, people are hiring what? Social conscious directors or brand managers who are pointed in their direction of how the advertising is put forth? Is that is that how it works? That's really how it's working. Uh, a lot of corporations are going back now and saying, look, not only do we have to have a mission, financial mission statement, we need to have a social mission statement as well, and they're crafting social mission statements. Yeah, but so – And by the way, we're talking to David E. Johnson, CEO of Strategic Vision PR Group, which is a PR and branding agency. And so, David, I ask you this as someone that works in this field. That could backfire on somebody just as easily as it's going to appeal to an audience, right? So by by, staking your position on every little thing, you're risking that 50% of the people who could buy your product aren't going to want to. 
I agree totally. And remember, the cardinal rule of business used to be don't take stands on political and social issues because you're going to offend some consumers. Right. But in this day and age, the mar- the social conscious uh, advocates that we see corporations hiring are saying, forget that other 50 percent. Just go after the 50 percent that will agree with us. Well, it doesn't make any sense. Okay, so like it's Friday night at 10 o'clock, and all of a sudden I got it. I need some ice cream. I'm going to go to the grocery store, and I'm going to see some Ben & Jerry's Cherry Garcia. Now, I'm not on board with Ben & Jerry's worldview, but I sure love Cherry Garcia. I'm still going to buy it. <laughs> exactly, and we see a lot of consumers, too. But we're also seeing, too, some of the backlash. Look, a lot of the uh, older consumers, a lot in middle America are going away from Nike because they don't like the stance that right. Nike's taking. But yeah. so far, Nike doesn't ca- seem to care. Yeah, and David, I think that's where I think the line is drawn for me personally. And that is, I don't care. I mean, I, I'm I'm not an ice cream consumer, but I don't really care what Ben and Jerry does with their you know personal life. What when it starts to matter to me is when they use their company as some kind of political battering ram. And if it's their choice to do that, if they've decided to politicize their own company, well, then I feel like I can, I'm just going to step back because I don't want that. So I don't want that with Nike. I don't want that with Ben and Jerry's. But if someone's believing it on their own privately, I don't care. Exactly. But now these corporations are being told they have to be the battering ram. They have to set the agenda politically and socially. Right. I mean, I remember in the older days, right, the, this first sort of came to the wherewithal when companies were sort of uh, shamed because of their environmental stance, right? Whether it was DuPont or people who were working with nuclear fuel and dumping right, things. Right. Dumping right. chemicals and streams. Right. Oh, right. You know, uh, Dow Chemical mm-hmm. during the Vietnam War with Agent Orange, all right. that. I mean, that was well and good. I mean, that was a corrective measure. But it's the same thread, but it's got a different social overlay. Yeah, now it is all the time. It's every Everything. It's like all of a sudden, can can everything matter equally? Well, and to this social media mob, it does. But you and I know not everything is equal, but they don't seem to realize that. And they're set on the course that it's got to be their way or no way. Right. And sadly, we're seeing a lot of CEOs forget they're in business to make money for their stockholders, not to be the social conscious. Mm-hmm. Right. And I wonder, uh, Mike's asking this, our producer, so is it because of these companies, whether it's Home Depot or Chick-fil-A or whomever, is it about political action funds that, you know, profits are given to specific political parties? Is that part of that? Well, what's interesting is a report came up that Nike had actually donated more to Republican candidates than Democratic candidates when all this Colin Kaepernick uh, controversy broke. Let's do it. Wow. So it's more about what the company's saying rather than what they're doing. They're actually doing. You got it. Very nice. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, that's a fascinating topic. Thank sure you, David. Was very confusing. David Johnson. <laughs> I mean, the segment wasn't confusing. The, oh, I mean, the idea is confusing. David, <laughs> David Johnson isn't confusing. No, no. It's, you know, it was fine. You <laughs> might be confusing. The more you talk, the more confused I'm getting. Where are we? What's going on? Do you remember what was kept in a spring house? If you're an old timer, you know that a spring house was used for storing fresh cold milk. In 84 Pennsylvania, we have another kind of springhouse. Our springhouse is an old-fashioned country store filled with all kinds of old-time gifts, great country foods, and you guessed it, fresh cold milk. 
You see, the Spring House in 84 is also a dairy farm where we milk our own cows, pasteurize and homogenize the milk, and sell it all through the store. We've had people tell us it has to be some special kind of gourmet milk. We don't add anything to the cow's diet or to the milk. It's just nature's purest, most perfect food, and we love the way our customers love it. We also make a chocolate milk you would think is a chocolate shake, an old-fashioned buttermilk that people drive miles to get, and a 40% heavy cream that's wonderful for luscious desserts. Our 2% and our skim are the greatest sellers. Come and try some Springhouse milk at the Springhouse in 84. It is a horrible scenario, but it happens. Dennis writes about his wife. She was diagnosed with leukemia. In fact, she's a two-time survivor, and in the midst of all that, they ran up over a million dollars in medical bills. Thankfully, they're MediShare members. And Dennis says they are so thankful for that, how others came together to meet their needs. And that's how so many MediShare members feel. This is not health insurance. It's different. You don't have to pay for things you don't believe in. And like Dennis found out, it just works. So if you join MediShare, not only do you save a lot of money, the typical family saves about 500 bucks a month, but you know where your money's going each month. You're helping people, and if the time should come, they'll be helping and even praying for you. So, yes, it's different, and as more than 400,000 people now know, when it comes to health care costs, different is beautiful. Find out more. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Providence Presbyterian Church, Washington Alliance Church, Bethlehem Lutheran Church, St. John the Baptist Church, Impact Christian Church, The Bible Chapel. What do all these churches from various denominations have in common? Nello Construction. Design and build with one company. Nello Construction. Full service construction from the ground up. Renovation. Expansion. Nello Construction. The choice for churches. See the projects. Begin the journey at NelloConstruction.com. Most clubs you join require an initiation fee or a club membership, but not the Word FM Discount Shopping Club. No, in our club you save as much as half. Half of home improvement services, web design, family entertainment, music festivals, and much more. All from the comfort of your computer or smartphone. Log on now to Word FM dot com slash shopping and god save the green the summer wind came blowing in from across the sea It lingered there To touch your hair And walk with me All summer long We sang a song And then we strolled That golden sand Two sweethearts and the summer wind. Isn't that beautiful? I was just telling Catherine in the break, you know how you get a song stuck in your head? And that song for the past two weeks has been stuck in my head. Seriously, my kids have been saying, don't play that anymore, Dad. We're tired of hearing that. Listen, that is a fine song to be stuck in your head. It surely is. 
because it has been this. Be- it's been a really nice summer. I know people oh. complain it's been so wet, but it's just a, been a gorgeous summer for me. And it just the song just sounds hot. You sure know what does. I mean? It's just it's so perfectly put together. Everything about it. I think about when we walk out of the uh, station at about six thirty. Monday through Friday, and when it's a hot summer day, Boom. we open up the door, and it's just like, yeah. I love it. I love it so much. I yeah. love it. Oh, Summer breeze. Gosh. All right. Today, National Sugar Cookie Day, my friends. Oh, who doesn't like a sugar cookie? I mean, do you guys enjoy yourself a sugar yes, cookie? Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. Mike? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, when you would go like the old days when they were to have like the, you know, your local neighborhood bakery, the sugar cookies were always the cheapest thing you could buy. So you could buy like a dozen sugar cookies for mm-hmm. like, you know, a buck fifty or something like that and feel rich. Were your sugar cookies always with that like crystallized sugar yes. on top? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, yeah. Were, were they often colored? Yes. No, mm-hmm. not colored. Colored what? The like sugar pink. was colored? No. Like they're maybe, maybe blue, see, green. See, I feel deprived because every time I have a sugar cookie, it's around the Christmas time. Christmas only? Time. Only? Oh. So, yeah, it's, it's oh, either so, blue or pink or red. Right. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, so you never had the summer sugar cookie. Oh, yeah. No. Man, I got to be honest with you. That is delicious. That's super delicious. Yeah. That is so Especially good. the bakery. I mean, not at the, you know, not the grocery store. That was made last week. No. Or, you want you a know, fresh the, sugar cookie. The best thing is if you just make it at your house. Well, I guess you're right. They're always I mean, the best just, thing. And here's the thing. Sugar cookie dough, every bit as delicious as chocolate chip cookie dough. Now, I don't... The idea of eating cookie dough does it's not disgusting. really appeal. It does oh, not appeal to me. Do you? It's disgusting, it. but I love it. No, I'm not I mean, saying. I get the fact that it grosses people out, and I wish it grossed me out. But you want to eat it anyway. Oh, my gosh. I love yeah. it so much. I love much. the taste. See, my, my, my mom uh, would make a, a pie. There would be like pie oh, leftovers. Yeah. She'd, She'd roll, roll those, those up. In cinnamon sugar. A little butter. Right. A little sugar. A little cinnamon. Sure. And the first kid home from school, bingo, you got those. Mm. Oh, And you just kind of walk in and go, oh, they're there. Oh, and that's so good. Yeah. What did she call those? I don't know. I don't know what she called them. I can't remember what my mother-in-law called those. Yeah. But that's good stuff. Anyway, let's get back to sugar cookies. Okay, You're sorry. distracting me. <laughs> Stop it. I'm just talking about Listen, summer wind. But this, the sugar cookie was born in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. What do you mean born? Born. Someone what? invented no, it. Really? In Nazareth, Pennsylvania in, that, the, in the mid-1700s. You think like a sugar cookie would be around for so long? Something like what Jesus would have eaten a sugar cookie. No, seriously. I'm okay, not being, that doesn't make any sense. No, I'm just – it's such basic bakery. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm John Hall. It's time for basic bakery. Okay, okay, but think about Middle Eastern cooking. There's nothing in Middle Eastern cooking that would produce anything like a sugar cookie. Well, there's no sugar. They use honey. There's no sugar. (laughs) Okay. All right. Basic bakery. Work that out. Going back to the song. (laughs) (laughs) Dig it. Forget the sugar cookie. That's the one I listen to Sinatra. I want you to know the German colonists uh, created the sugar cookie. German colonists? They called them the Nazareth cookie. Really? Mm-hmm. In Nazareth, PA? In Nazareth, PA. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, How about enjoy it. Next time you have a sugar cookie, say, well, it's a Nazareth cookie. Oh. I wonder why. I mean, they called it a Nazareth cookie, obviously, because of Jesus. See? <laughs> I knew there was a Jesus connection to the sugar cookie after all. Thank you so much why? for that. Why? Why did, why, didn't, why did they do that? Have why? you ever made any, Kath? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's like a mom's staple, isn't it? Mike, yes, I have. But, of course, I won't do it now because I want to fit in my pants. Right. But it's basic bakery. Don't forget that. <laughs> Just saying. Because I, I don't know if I announced this on the air. I may have. That when I was in Germany over those that two-week span, that I did uh, consume 15 soft pretzels. You wow. did. You did announce Yes, yeah, so that's one per day. And there was one day when I had two. 
Nice. And you're still man- you're still managing to fit in your pants. I am sm- still, ma- but Are I realized that since I've come back since I'm not walking eight miles a day like I was doing there. Yeah. I need to like pipe it down a little. <laughs> no. Is there a, a pretzel place here in the city of Pittsburgh that would rival the Germans? Funny, you should bring that up. I heard from uh, I heard that there's a young man named Axel. What? Who is from Germany? Who's making pretzels in Highland Park? Really? That are the traditional kind. Is it is it a name of a business or no. just Axel? Axel, Axel is the dude. I don't know where he's working, but I'm going to find him. Oh, please do and bring that and a sugar cookie if you got it. I'll introduce you guys. Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. European powers are calling for a meeting on the Iran nuclear accord following new worries. European parties to a nuclear deal with Iran say they have deep concern that the nation has begun enriching uranium to a higher purity than allowed under the 2015 deal, and they're calling for an urgent meeting of all involved. In a joint statement by Germany, Britain, France and the European Union, the group expressed grave worries that Iran is not meeting several of its commitments under the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action. Besides the hike in enriching uranium, the UN Nuclear Agency has also confirmed Iran has surpassed the stockpile limit on low-enriched uranium. I'm Charles de Ledesma. On Wall Street, the down by 23 points. The Nasdaq, however, rose 44. The S&P advanced 4. Oil up 17 cents today. This is SRN News. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, driven by Calusi Chevrolet, serving the Pittsburgh area for over 100 years. Hey, Grandma and Grandpa, when you retire, will you take me to Disney World? Can we go to a movie? Grandma, can you teach me how to knit? Grandpa, will you throw the baseball around with me? They won't always be so little. Make sure you plan now so you can start making more memories. Because big or small, those moments matter. They are what you've worked your entire life for, and they just might turn out to be some of the best moments of your life and theirs. I'm Kurt Kenotic, CEO and financial advisor at Accurate Solutions Group. Call our team to start your personalized income plan for your own retirement blueprint. 412-515-3555. That's 412-515-3555. At Accurate Solutions Group, we help people retire with confidence, clarity, and independence. We do the planning so you can make the memories. 412-515-3555. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Just one more. Just one more. Jesus has a heart for the one. His love compels him to keep searching until his sons and daughters are back in his arms. Our prayer at Cornerstone Television is for the one who is lost. God has raised us up with power to reach the unreachable. Join WPCB-TV, Cornerstone Television, July 9th through 11th, starting at 8 p.m. for our special program, Just One More. We want to pray for your loved ones who are not yet saved, empower you to share your faith with others, and team up with you to make an even bigger impact. Mark your calendar for July 9th through 11th, 8 p.m., and join Cornerstone Television for our Just One More broadcast. Learn more at ctvn.org. So how was your breakfast this morning? 
Was it magnificent or just meh? You could have enjoyed a little morning comfort at the Bistro to Go Cafe, like their simply delicious signature sugar pecan French toast, a savory Tuscan or farmer-style breakfast bowl, or a daily chef-crafted special. Bistro to Go Cafe will always get your morning off to a delicious and healthy start. Have a great day with Bistro to Go on the north side. See what's cooking at bistro-to-go.com. When wet weather is on the way, keep it dry inside with J&D Waterproofing. Water seepage and a sinking foundation can cause major structural damage if left untreated. Joe Belanti and the team at J&D Waterproofing have the experience to correct your water problem with over 72 years in the industry. Call the Tri-State's premier waterproofing company now at 1-800-VERY-DRY for a free estimate and big savings on all waterproofing services for a limited time. J&D Waterproofing, 1-800-VERY-DRY. Clear skies tonight with a low of 69 degrees. Tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine with a shower thunderstorm popping up in some spots for the afternoon. High tomorrow, 88. Some clouds tomorrow night with a shower to around low 72. Then for Thursday, we'll have a couple of showers and thunderstorms. Some storms heavier later in the day and could even produce some flash flooding and damaging winds, 83 degrees. With Iraqi Weather Forecast, I'm Danielle Niddle. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. When you're enjoying your weekend, if you have a Monday through Friday gig like we do, and it's Friday night and you feel like the whole thing's stretching out in front of you, Yay! right? And then Saturday, you you know, mm-hmm. you have this like big swath of time, Saturday morning and afternoon, yeah. where you're, you know, I could... I could work out in my yard. I could, you know, do some uh, stuff on my computer. I could read a book. I could go sh- grocery shopping. Maybe I could go get a new pair of pants. I could buy something for Mike. Or I just want to sit here. Or I just want to sit here. You know, Sunday morning for me, worship, come home, big nap, you know, eat something good on Sunday, really enjoy the Sabbath. Sunday night around 9.15. I start to feel like okay. pressure that wasn't there is there. Do you know? It's that feeling that I've been escaping from something that's still very much present, and it's about to get even more present. Now, right, this right. is something I didn't realize had been labeled, but this is known as the Sunday Scaries. Sunday Scaries. Hashtag. Really? Sunday scary. Now, I'm old enough that I would call it the Ed Sullivan syndrome. What's that? That as a kid, we used to watch Ed Sullivan on Sunday nights and knowing that when Ed Sullivan, Ed Sullivan was over, then it was time for bed. And then on Monday morning, the nuns were waiting. So Ed Sullivan and the wow. nuns together. Wow. It's a, it's, and I didn't know until this point that Ed Sullivan worked with the nuns on that. Well... From my Catholic schoolboy perspective, they did. I'll tell you what. Ed Sullivan. An article called Sunday Night is the New Monday Morning and Workers Are Miserable in the Wall Street Journal. It's written by Kelsey Gee. Why is that new? And Well, listen, because she's talking in particular about job creep. That Sunday nights, not only is it a feeling, (laughs) your Sunday scaries, but it's now accompanied by emails. 
and checking the calendar and starting to work ahead and starting to look at your appointments and, well, maybe I should do something to get ready for that early morning meeting or wonder if my boss has tried to reach me over the weekend. And so all of a sudden it turns into Sunday night is the same as Monday morning used to be. What's it called? The Sunday Scaries. Sunday Scary and job creep yeah which i thought they were just talking about me hey we call, we call that john hall <laughs> no, around, you're, you're, around the evans house you're not the you're not the creep at work no this is <laughs> job creep is different workplace experts say that job creep has become a prime contributor to burnout a phenomenon which is actually getting attention since the world health organization included a more detailed description of it in its most recent edition of the international classification of disease what is it job yeah. burnout yes well, I mean, that just is uh, for as long as people have had jobs, you could say it's a burnout. Okay. So the World Health Organization stops short of calling burnout a medical condition, but it describes it as a syndrome brought on by chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. Hmm. Okay. So the difference is now, but you look back to being a kid and you're like, look, people had to work in mines. You know, Mills. my great grandfather was, you know, a Polish immigrant who worked in Carnegie's mines. Okay, so this is something that is, it's not like we're working so much harder no. now than people did all those years ago. But there's a significant difference which the article addresses. And that is that because of our phone, our employer or our boss has constant access to us, mm-hmm. which was different than when you worked in the mill or the mine or whatever. That was a horribly difficult, backbreaking job. But when you left it, you people, left it. people weren't coming to your house. Right. Whereas in this instance, your supervisor can, quote, come to your house right. at any time. Yeah, I, I think I get that. They're good here. They, they leave us alone. Yes, right? for sure. Thank you, management. Uh, it's Sunday night. We don't get any texts or emails. We, we rarely no, do. But, okay, but listen to this. I think our workplace might be unusual because there was just a LinkedIn survey that was done just in the last couple of weeks of more than 1,000 working adults. 80% said they experience a surge in stress related to their jobs Sunday nights. And if you're a millennial, 91% Holy feel smokes. significant stress on Sunday night. Because of their job. Wow. Wow. Okay. So like Sunday, the Sabbath, I try not to do anything. I try not to reach right. out to you or to you Mike. Should, which is the way it should be. Right. That's, I don't want to. That's a great idea. That's you know, the, truly, if you're going to honor the Sabbath, you have to do that even when it's hard. And and I, every time I say the words honor the Sabbath, I, I remember Jesus said, the Sabbath was made for man. The Sabbath was made for us. It was a gift right. for us. It was. It wasn't that we were made for the Sabbath. So it's not supposed to be some restrictive thing where you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. No, no. It's supposed to be a gift that you open every seven it days is a gift. and just enjoy it. Okay. So let me tell you. Um, I was struck by this when I was traveling in Europe a couple weeks ago because I spent two significant afternoons, like a large swath of time, multiple hours, with two people who were part of the workforce in Germany. Um, One person is an engineer who works for the Audi Corporation and a woman who runs her own museum. Okay, so they're they're about 20 years apart in age. Yeah, maybe 30 years apart in age. Um, But both doing significant work, which they're paid well for. Um, and with significant educational background that allows them to do their jobs. Okay, this is what I learned from both of those people, hmm. that in this particular country, this is now Germany is one country in the world, and I was only there for a couple of weeks. I'm not speaking as any kind of authority, but this was challenging to me because they are not permitted to work overtime. In Germany? At all. 
Really? You think about like BMW and there, Audi, you are these not, massive cars? You are not permitted to work overtime. You're working your eight hours? They're That's, working eight hours. And that is it. You are really? not permitted. And if they find that you are sending an email after work hours, what? You're you're su- you will be penalized for that. What? Your, your supervisor will call you into their office. This happened to this, this engineer from Audi. He said, I sent an email a couple weeks ago after work hours. And he said, I actually got called into my supervisor's office and he wanted to know why I was sending that after work hours. What was so important really? that it couldn't wait? Oh, that's fabulous. Okay. So he's contrasting himself with his uh, – he was an Indian immigrant. So he's born and raised, educated in India, moved to Germany. Mm. A lot of his compatriots from school decided to move to America. I see. He said – this is how I'm different than my uh, Indian friends who live in America. He said, my house is a lot smaller and I make a lot less money. He said, but my standard of living is better because I'm able to spend much more time with my family. Hmm. He gets 38 vacation days a year. That's nice. And whenever there's a school holiday, he doesn't have to go to work. Oh, that's really incredible. So now it's different. I'm not saying that I don't love America. Yeah, I'm not no. saying that Germany's perfect. I'm just saying it's good to travel to see the the assumptions you have about the world challenged. Yeah. And one of the things that was challenged that day I talked to him and the, the, that day I talked to Haida um, in Hanover is that both of them look at work very, very seriously, but it has its place. And when they're not there, they're not doing it. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so um, like a lot of people... I sign up and get uh, various informational emails every week, every day sometimes. I got one today, which sort of dovetails on this. And the headline of my email is, which is an article, why you need an untouchable day every week. What a remarkable concept. I mean, that's like some leadership thing that they sent out. And there it is, this biblical day of Sabbath. So please. This is something that's been clearly established. Let's just say yes to it. It's in our DNA. Yeah. So Sunday night, let's not be those people. Yeah. We can't be those people. It's not good for us. It's not good for the world. Hey, uh, are you a knitter? I'm a horrible knitter. Well, we're going to talk about knitting and politics, inclusion, exclusion. Selena Zito joins us in a couple of minutes. Stick around. WORD. You can win an amazing cruise, an adventure to respark your marital relationship on Family Life's Love Like You Mean It Marriage Cruise. Just log on to our station website and use the keyword stronger. And when you enter, you'll also receive a free copy of Family Life's ebook, Stronger Forever, a personalized six week plan to grow your marriage. Make your marriage stronger. Register now to win at wordfm.com slash stronger. Hey, it's John Hall. So a while back, the folks at my pillow said, Hey John, can you try out a my pillow and let us know what you think? I was skeptical. I mean, it's a pillow, but what did I have to lose, right? I'll tell you what I lost. Interrupted sleep. No more folding the pillow in half. No more flat, lifeless pillows. It changed my life. So I'm letting you know you need my pillow. Well, not my actual pillow, but your own my pillow. It stays cool all night long. No more waking up at 3 a.m. to flip to the cool side of the pillow. 
It keeps its shape. No more reshaping your pillow in the middle of the night. It comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Try it. Don't like it? Return it. My pillow comes with a 10-year warranty. Do you have a pillow that comes with a 10-year warranty? You can toss a my pillow into your washer and dryer. It's like new again. Get a two-pack of my pillows premiums for $69.98. That's only $34.99 per pillow, the lowest price ever offered on radio or TV. This offer is only available at mypillow.com or call 800 391 Use promo code WORD. It's Trinity Jewelers half off half the store sale. Trinity invites you to bring your better half now through Saturday only and get half off half the store. We don't know which half yet, but 50% of all their jewelry will be going for 50% off. No, Trinity is not going out of business. They've just lost their minds and the savings will be ridiculous. Trinity Jewelers half off half the store sale at Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road. Celebrating life's closest relationships for over 20 years at TrinityJewelers.com. We're surrounded by noise. Bombarded by information. Messages struggling to get attention. So many ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out for the resources and know-how to make it all work. There's Salem Surround. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Most clubs you join require an initiation fee or a club membership, but not the Word FM Discount Shopping Club. No, in our club you save as much as half. Half of home improvement services, web design, family entertainment, music festivals, and much more. All from the comfort of your computer or smartphone. Log on now to wordfm.com slash shopping and God save the green. Years ago, when my uh, my parents were alive, they belonged to a social club, the Italian Club in, in Monroeville. No, now, wait a minute. They weren't Italian, but their best friends, Marty and Agnes Cladora, were Italians. Yeah. And so, so they Marty and Agnes, like what, sponsored my parents who were Irish Catholic. And, and the thing was, these these two couples would go to the Italian club every Friday night. Th- that was just their thing. They'd probably sit around, have a dinner, you know, a few drinks, and they'd socialize. And I remember mom talking about this because she loved it so much. And she said the big rule at the Italian club for them was no politics because nothing good came of that conversation. Now, wouldn't that be the way in America in the 21st century? That we could find some sanity? Right. Because everything, and I'm telling you, and you know this to be true, everything that we do and say and breathe is now imbued with the political landscape. Selena Zito is with us. She is the author of The Great Revolt Inside the Populist Coalition, Reshaping American Politics. Selena is the writer for the Washington Examiner and at the New York Post. She previously wrote for The Atlantic, spent the past 11 years at the Pittsburgh Tribune Review as a columnist covering national politics. Selena is back with us today to talk about knitting and fraying in a divided culture. Selena, good to see you. Hey, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And by the way, I belong to a currently belong to a German club, and I think I have maybe three percent German blood in me. <laughs> wow, so it's that sense of community. But I get it, right? Yeah, it's that sense of community right. that we all sort of strive for, right? That aspiration to be part of something bigger than ourselves and to be part of something within our community. Now, Selena, in your German club, is there any moratorium on political talk? Uh, no, but we just don't want to talk about politics. Right, because it's exhausting. Why. 
Where it's in, in, you know, and I have an entire chapter about this in my book, The Great Revolt, in that, um, you know, politics has infiltrated everything we do, whether it's the NFL or Chick fil A or Oreo cookies. Um, and, and now it's become where, you know, it, it the people if, of different points of view. People that are conservative are now being shunned out of of uh, clubs uh, like Ravelry, which is this sort of really great knitting club um, online community. It's sort of it's known as the Facebook of knitting, and you know there are about eight million people, and mostly they just share patterns or ideas. Uh, but they made a decision about three weeks ago to not allow. Um, any uh, one that supported President Trump uh, to um, to be part of the online community. Now, how would they know that? Well, because people make patterns, uh, and and it would have like the American flag, or it would have Trump on it, or it would have Republican on it. Well, that's not all completely banned. Uh, it's not as though it was a vibrant forum about politics. But, it, you know, people would want patterns and make things for their family. I mean, knitters made a lot of money in 2016 when they made those pink, I'm not going to say the word, hats oh, for yeah, the sure. women's mark. Right. Sure. Um, you know, so um, it's not that it was, you know, it's not that they're, they're um, banning all politics. Only banning one side. It's that a problem. It sure is. Okay. So, Selena, on the Ravelry website, they had a statement, and I'll read it. It says this, quote, We cannot provide a space that is inclusive of all and also allow support for open white supremacy. Support of the Trump administration is undeniably support for white supremacy. I mean, really? Can we just knit something? I know. It's absolutely ridiculous. So I went to this niche shop in Salem, Ohio. It's about, you know, 50 miles from here. Beautiful little town, town of 12,000. People from Pittsburgh highly recommend you go there. It's like, you know, walking into the middle of a Hallmark set. Um, and there was this, um, uh, there's this knitting um, shop there. Um, it's called Knit With uh, Something. I forget, actually. I forget what it's called. It's a cute name. It's a play on words. And, and the women that were in there, um, I asked them about it. And they were really upset about it, which, by the way, none of them voted for Trump. But they thought it was an incredibly dangerous thing to do, to disallow people uh, with opposing points of view to, to be part of the knitting community. Because, you know, they said, well, first of all, that's ridiculous. But second of all, eventually it'll, it'll come down to you, meaning any one of us. Right. And they were absolutely right. I guess I can't figure out how we got here. You know, I, I just want to rewind and go back to a time when people were allowed to believe different things. And look, I don't have to like your politics. You don't have to like my politics, but I don't have to dislike you. And I certainly ha- don't have to turn it into some kind of ethical tirade. I feel like everything is so charged emotionally that nothing can matter because everything matters. Well, here's how we got here, and this is another chapter in my book, The Great Revolt. So how we got here is is the decision-makers in culture, okay? And when I say decision-makers in culture, I'm talking not just about uh, major national media, 
but also in government, in entertainment, in sports. They're all located in highly dense, costly liberal areas. Um, and it, it, they're all located within the same zip code. They, they all sort of live in the same area. They all went to the same schools. That doesn't make them bad or wrong, but they don't know anybody else that is, you know, went to a state school hmm. or sits in a pew every Sunday or, you know, has Sunday dinner every week or owns a gun or knows how to work a gun, um, you know, or, you know, uh, coaches Little League. Their lives are completely different. Yet they make all the decisions in culture. Think about for a minute the NFL. Okay, does that, do, do either of you know where their headquarters are located? The NFL. Well, New York? Yeah, Park Avenue, New York. Park uh, Avenue. Hmm. Park Avenue, New York. What does that have in common with most <laughs> of the zip codes outside of this country? No, no. You need, you need more. Why we have this problem is we don't have enough a diversity, and I'm not just talking racially, but also background-wise, in, in within these big decision makers in in um, in in the country. That that includes uh, my profession as a reporter. Um, it's it's very it's incredibly hard to find another reporter that is pro-life, wow. or you know, and or you know, owns a gun or went to a state school. Um, and so they view the world, uh, our world, I would say, differently. Not that, that, that people or everyone outside of the big city is conservative. But, you know, there's plenty of Democrats who, you know, also, uh, and independents who also are just sort of middle of the road. Um, but these decision makers are more highly educated, uh, more intellectual, and therefore they have that sort of wokeness about their, uh, their um, view of the world. And unfortunately, they don't know anybody not like them. Right. And, and more unfortunately, these are, these are the people that consume everything that, uh, that they are trying to sell. And that's where our big divide happens. That wokeness is the problem, isn't it? Because people think that they have some greater ideal of humanity or culture or trends. Or and, ethic. Right. And or righteousness. That woke thing, uh, and I think you and, and Kath and I. It's intellectuals. It's absolutely white intellectuals that are leading this charge. The wokeness. Uh, and Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, a- a- absolutely. If you um, it, look, if you look in the Democratic Party, and you look at the Democratic Party outside of of um, you know D.C. or New York, uh, you you look at um, African American voters. Um, if, if you go down south, seventy eight percent of Democrats that are um, African American are pro life. Wow. We don't, you know, but you never hear that no. in the national news because they don't know anybody like them. I see. So, Selena, a friend of mine was on vacation for a couple of weeks, and while he was on vacation, he made it a point to not be on any social media. And so recently, he came back from a two-week vacation. He said as he just got back on Twitter again, it was like it was like he was going to put on a hair shirt, that he was going to now take on something that he knew was going to be painful but was necessary for his life. And I, I think that's the problem. I mean, you know, you're in the media. Kath and I are here. This is something that we, we have to do. Uh, and in many ways, we enjoy it. But there is a real big negative downfall of being woke in some way. 
Well, I do it less and less. Uh, I, I have found that it, it has become incredibly way too hateful um, to to be enjoyable. Um, and, you know, the, the statistics also tell you that Twitter is not the real world. Right. Only 7% of Americans um, are on Twitter. Really? And of those 7%, I forget what percent, there's a large percent that have never even used <laughs> their Twitter accounts. I would argue that all national media is on Twitter, but not all of America is. Yeah, so that's a lot a of, of, you know, it's a lot of national media going back and forth at each other with, with bots going in there or trolls just, you know, like throwing a Molotov con- cocktail out there every day. Mm-hmm. Selena Zita is with us. She's author of The Great Revolt, Inside the Populist Coalition Reshaping American Politics. Okay, Selena, so you say that you're on social media less than you were before because it's just too painful. It's too divisive. Um, is yeah. that, do you see that? We talked earlier in our show today about uh, about the the college um, invest, you know, the money that, that secondary education costs and the fact that that's a bubble that we're going to see burst over the next four years because people are just not going to keep spending sixty five grand on their kid to go to some private college in New England so they can study art history, right? So we're going to see that change, I think, in the next five years. Do you feel like we're going to similarly see social media, that bubble burst, and we're going to see that change? Well, I, I think yes, but I also think that we don't really realize how little Americans use um, social media. Uh, yeah, I just I, I just um, got done teaching a semester at a Washington and Lee University in Lexington, Virginia, and um, I had you know these really smart uh, students, um, uh, you know, and and none of them are on Twitter. Nice. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is why you're good. Mm-hmm. Your brains are warped, uh, and and you know, and, and I just got back from vacation, and, and I travel across the country all the time. I just spent time uh, in South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, Mississippi, Kentucky, and and just got back from Michigan. It's a completely different world than what you see on social media, mm-hmm. and and that gives me hope about our country. Well, good. So then maybe that we are the ones who are afflicted with the echo chamber. You're saying that a lot of America or most of America chooses not to be part of this. So then, then what is the great divide? Because there still is this great divide. Well, it's, it's what I, what I came, what I talked about with the decision makers in this country in politics and media in, um, uh, in entertainment in sports, you know, they're all located in, in, you know, it Those used to be, circles. think about this. Remember, yeah. Do you remember the Hoover vacuum cleaners? Well, I remember they still make them, right? Sure. Mr. Hoover lived three blocks from his plant. He went to church every Sunday with the people that worked for him. His wife served on the school board. He knew the people that not only worked for him, but the people that consumed his product. Mm-hmm. There was a connection there. We don't have that anymore. Our corporations are located either, either sometimes a a venture capitalist group or, you know, um, located offshore or located in the city and they've never seen their workers and or they don't know who their consumers are. I would argue that the people that making the decision about Colin Kaepernick and the NFL probably all have masters and PhDs and have literally nothing in common with the man and the woman or the family that saves up all year for their NFL tickets and face paints every Sunday when they go to the games. 
You know, they, they decided to become a social justice organization. And when you do that, you cause a cultural divide. That's where our problem is. That's excellent. Selena Zito, author of The Great Revolt Inside the Populist Coalition, Reshaping American Politics. Selena, thanks again. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Have a great day. Our pleasure. You as well. Hey, Selena Zito, Washington Examiner as well. She's local. We love her. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered if you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. Get more details about the trip or sign up now to join other Word FM listeners on the Stand with Israel tour by going to wordfm.com slash Israel. That's wordfm.com slash Israel. It's Trinity Jewelers half off half the store sale. Trinity invites you to bring your better half now through Saturday only and get half off half the store. We don't know which half yet, but 50% of all their jewelry will be going for 50% off. No, Trinity is not going out of business. They just lost their minds and the savings will be ridiculous. Trinity Jewelers half off half the store sale at Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road. Celebrating life's closest relationships for over 20 years at TrinityJewelers.com. I didn't think that a dentist could be a personable, loving person and actually care, but you really do get that feeling from her. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care with Dr. Megan Stock. From my previous experiences, it was more of a transactional thing versus a relationship, but with Dr. Megan, it's more you want to go back because you want to get caught up on what's been happening and you want to talk to her about things, so it's kind of cool. Stock Family Dentistry on Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. If you're a conservative, you have to get a copy of The Lawyer's Guild. Veteran journalist Howell Waltz, W-O-L-T-Z, wrote seven books about corruption in the legal system. And in this, his first novel, President Donald Trump and his gang of deplorables launched the American Spring, taking down the deep state. Go to Amazon, type in W-O-L-T-Z, the author's name, or the Lawyer's Guild, and get your copy today. That's W-O-L-T-Z, the Lawyer's Guild, published by the International Center for Justice. Clear skies tonight with a low of 69 degrees. Tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine with a shower thunderstorm popping up in some spots for the afternoon. High tomorrow, 88. Some clouds tomorrow night with a shower or two around low 72. Then for Thursday, we'll have a couple of showers and thunderstorms. Some storms heavier later in the day and could even produce some flash flooding and damaging winds, 83 degrees. With Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Danielle Niddle. Hey, it's time for the Word FM Word of the Day. Here's the deal. We're giving away $1,000 cash. Five fortunate winners. All you got to do is go to wordfm.com forward slash cash and put in the Word of the Day. Word of the Day is given out every day here on Word FM at 725 a.m., 1225 p.m. And right now, the Word of the Day. 
Steelers. 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 Okay, not the Bucks, and not the Pens. And don't say anything about players that no longer play here. What do you mean? You know what I mean. Don't say anything about those players that don't play here anymore. You know why? Because they don't play here anymore. So can we stop talking about them? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know All right. what okay. I mean. All right. So Steelers is the Word FM word of the day. Go online right now, wordfm.com forward slash cash, and uh, put that word of the day and in. You can, and you can enter up to five times each Five times. Day. Each day? Yeah. Like you don't have anything better to do. How about that? You got five times. Okay, all right. Get to it. Hey, right, listen. Uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Greetings go out to Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah, sixty. What do you think? Sixty-two. Three. Sixty-three Very years. Close. Old. Listen, Tom Hanks is the, and this is. He is so prolific in the work that he does, isn't he? It is. I was going to call him Gary Cooper, but he's beyond impressive. that. He is the everyman and then some, mm-hmm. really. Just and as movie. actor, as a director, but also as someone who's like producing content yep. that actually, you know, has historical weight to mm-hmm. it and contributes to society. I mean, it's just terrific. Okay, so we're just talking to Selena Zito about those influencers that you know that one percent. I, I don't mind that Tom Hanks is is that guy. No, because he, he's. I mean, Rob Reiner. Yeah, I do. I do mind that, right? But they're, no, they're from I this, have appreciated a lot of Rob Reiner's work. But they're cut from the same cloth. I yeah. mean, that's Hollywood elite. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But I it always feels like Tom Hanks has his pulse on what we're doing. His finger on his, on the pulse of what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. name's Forrest Gump. Oh my! People God. call me Forrest Gump. That's a great film, with the exception of one scene. Right. That's it all. Is. It's still not my favorite of his films. Oh, by it's any stretch of the imagination, to, it's never close to my favorite of his films. Tom Hanks. Um, let's talk about favorite Tom Hanks films, performances and or projects. Jeez, oh man, you caught me off guard here. What do you say? Uh, I don't wait, know. Okay, well you think, Mike, what do you, give me a couple. What was the question? I was listening to Favorite Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks performances oh. or projects. Oh, uh, how about Apollo 13? I love. That's a fantastic one. Apollo 13. Yeah. I love that. How about that thing you oh, do? Oh my gosh. Oh! That thing you do. I forgot about that. That's a fantastic movie. Oh yeah. my gosh. What's. It's yeah. one of my top ten favorites of all time. How about Castaway? I never yeah. saw it. What? Tom Hanks in the Coconut. Oh, that's that's a good film. Is it? Oh, yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Logan. <laughs> <laughs> He's mourning the loss of his coconut. Uh, how about Toy Story? Ah. Uh, all right. I cried at the end of three. Yeah. Like it was my whole job. Uh, I, I just saw Toy Story 4, which was I it, did. It was excellent. Was it? Yeah. I was like, going, ah, I don't really want to go see Toy Story 4. I'm glad I went. Did you, you guy? toy! You weren't the real Buzz Lightyear. You're, uh, you're an action figure. <laughs> how, about, um, how about Captain Phillips? Never saw it. Oh, that's good. He's on the, uh, the oil tanker that gets hijacked. It's a great film. What about Sully? Oh, that's a good movie, too. See, he's like a hero. I know. He's a hero. He's wait, a comic. Wait, wait, wait. What about You've Got Mail? That's a good one. Oh. That's a good film. Wait, no, also- no, no. You kind of said that like it's not a good I mean, film. You know. No, no, no. That is probably. You've Got Mail. I think You've Got Mail. I think it's my favorite Tom Hanks really? film. Really? I'm know putting what? it at the top. It, really? is, it is a chick flick. By it is, of yeah, course it is. it is. You know my favorite Tom Hanks film is uh, Catch Me If You Can. <gasps> Another great one. That's a good movie. Lo- Isn't he good in that? Oh, he's good. Wasn't he in uh, DiCaprio's saving, excellent? Yeah. Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yeah, yes. sure. Yeah. Sure, of course. Yeah. What about Band of Brothers? Oh, yeah. Which is that not, is... I mean, he's he's not in it. But he produced it. I mean, what, an unbelie- what an unbelievable project that Fantastic. is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else you can think of? Philadelphia. 
Oh, that's a good film. Yeah, yeah. I never saw it. Oh, excellent film. Mm-hmm. Turner and Hooch. Great. I love Great Turner film. and Hooch. Yeah, goofy little film. Cried. Yeah. I can't wait to see him in Fred Rogers. Oh, right. Yeah, he's doing that, isn't he? How about uh, way back, uh, he was with, um, well, the Blues Brothers. Um, Jim uh, Belushi? Uh, no. John Belushi? No. Was it Jim or John in it Blues was, Brothers? Uh, it was John. Okay. Uh, Dan Aykroyd in Dragnet. <laughs> that's that's a bad film. What about Big? Oh, that's a good film. That's a great film. That was remember a breakout and, performance. Remember him and what's his name jumping on the piano keys? Who's at, what's uh, his name? I don't know the guy, the bald guy, <laughs> the bald white guy. Oh, that guy. You know that guy. I have no idea. You who know that guy. No, you know no. how they you know they're playing the piano at the at the yeah, toy yeah. store. Yeah. Uh, S. F. W. Randall. F. A. O. Schwartz. Right. S. W. Randall. I went with the Pittsburgh location. Yeah. Not ice cream. There we go. That's a good film. All right. Happy birthday, Tom Hanks. Yeah. He, I mean, he's that's produced a heck so, of a career. Much, so much beautiful work. He sure is. I'm just, I'm grateful for him. Okay. <laughs> We're going to talk in a few minutes about the rise of witches. Is that a deal? I don't want that to be a deal. I mean, it is a deal. I don't know if it is a deal. Dr. Michael Brown's with us in a few minutes. Stick around. Witches, witches, witches. 1.5 WORD. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley. Our true identity is that you and I are in Christ Jesus. You and I have been saved by the unmerited, undeserved favor of God the Father through His Son as He died at Calvary. That's the way we're saved. Hear the series Discovering Our True Identity this week on In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley. Tomorrow morning at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. Just one more. Just one more. Jesus has a heart for the one. His love compels him to keep searching until his sons and daughters are back in his arms. Our prayer at Cornerstone Television is for the one who is lost. God has raised us up with power to reach the unreachable. Join WPCB-TV, Cornerstone Television, July 9th through 11th, starting at 8 p.m. for our special program, Just One More. We want to pray for your loved ones who are not yet saved, empower you to share your faith with others, and team up with you to make an even bigger impact. Mark your calendar for July 9th through 11th, 8 p.m., and join Cornerstone Television for our Just One More broadcast. Learn more at ctvn.org. Sight and Sound Theaters presents The Biblical Stage Adventure, Returning to Lancaster. Who exactly is he? He's a miracle worker, a healer, a prophet. This Jesus is a rebel. Everything Jesus does points to love. Seen by nearly one million people in its debut year, the original stage production is returning for one last encore season. Jesus, live on stage at Sight and Sound Theaters in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. More information is available at sight-sound.com. Hi, I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our To Have and To Hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shady Side store to learn more or visit hennyjewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, 
your jewelers for life. Providence Presbyterian Church, Washington Alliance Church, Bethlehem Lutheran Church, St. John the Baptist Church, Impact Christian Church, The Bible Chapel. What do all these churches from various denominations have in common? Nello Construction. Design and build with one company. Nello Construction. Full service construction from the ground up. Renovation. Expansion. Nello Construction. The choice for churches. See the projects. Begin the journey at NelloConstruction.com. We are uh, efforting for Dr. Michael Brown to talk about witches, witches, witches. Okay, before we get into that, um, I took a deeper dive into Tom Hanks' performances. Oh, yeah. And there were a couple significant ones we forgot. Like, I'm not sure what we were doing when we didn't think of them. Well, he's got so many. There are so many. Uh, Bridge of Spies. That's a movie that's been on my my Netflix list for I don't know how long. I've never seen it. Is that Gary... Is that, that's a, is that that's a World War II flick, right? Yeah. Pretty sure it's a World War II flick. That's it. Yeah, Pretty that's sure a that's film. what it is. Okay, Saving Mr. Banks. He played Disney oh, yeah. opposite Emma Thompson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a good film. Absolutely beautiful, beautiful performance. This guy must work nonstop. How about Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close? The one about, I don't know that. Uh, that's the one about the uh, 9-11. Really? Yeah. I don't know it. Uh, Larry Crown, Hawaiian Vacation. What? Where the Wild Things Are. What? Um. City of Ember, which was a, a like a young adult movie that I liked a lot. Um, Charlie Wilson's War, Evan mm-hmm. Almighty, Cars. Yeah. You loved Cars. Oh, you? I did. Yeah, was, you know we got these two boys, and uh, growing up, we loved that movie. What about Polar Express? Eh, that's fine. Okay. What about the Terminal? I don't know that film. Oh, it's about it's, it's like an airport thing, obviously. Oh, that. Yeah. yeah, that's a good film. Isn't that a good film? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Road to Perdition. That's a good film. Oh uh, yeah. That's a, that's Holy a dark film. Talk about a body of work. My Big Fat Greek Wedding. How I've do you go it. from my... you? I've never seen it. The TV show or the film? You shouldn't see the TV show, no, but you should right. see the film. All right. And okay. then watch Road to Perdition afterwards and try to imagine how the same person could have done them both. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Michael Brown is with us. Dr. Brown is the host of the Line of Fire radio broadcast, the author of the new book, Jezebel's War with America. He also is a regular uh, columnist at The Stream, which is a a site that we love, and he's written a piece called Witches, Witches Everywhere. Dr. Brown, welcome back to the show. Great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. So you say in your article that you could not have pictured years ago that you would have penned several articles on the subject of increasing use of witchcraft. Now, tell me how you found out about this. Is this a real thing? Yeah, yeah on, on the one hand, over the years, you hear about Satanism, you hear about witchcraft, you know, the fascination with sorcery through the Harry Potter movies and that kind of thing. But But a couple of years ago, I started reading articles about witchcraft rising in America to the point that reportedly there are now more witches in America than Presbyterians. What? And then, yeah, there are reportedly more witches in America today than Presbyterians. Then I started to notice more and more articles celebrating witchcraft and and witches and talking about it. You know, Time Magazine, just a few weeks back, Today, more women than ever are choosing the way of the witch, whether literally or symbolically. And then I started to connect the dots with the rise of radical feminism. And we've had radical feminism for decades, but the Trump presidency has really brought it out of the woodwork even more to the forefront, and unashamedly so. So you've got radical feminism. One of the the 
pioneer radical feminist groups in the late 1960s had an acronym, W-I-T-C-H. So it was actually witch, you know, these women from hell. And, and now feminists are discovering their inner witch. What? So you kind of look at these things, you realize, okay, there, there's a real trend. This is something actually happening in our society, and we can't just poo-poo it as a fringe, you know, silly thing. It's happening. It's a movement. Now, wait. So, Dr. Brown, more witches in America than there are Presbyterians. That's a heck of a lot of witches. So is there a definition or, you know, to be a witch, is it just I'm going to raise my hand and say I'm a witch, or is there some schooling that takes place or some ideology that you are part of, or what exactly would be called a witch in the 21st century? Really, it's an interesting question, and I have a whole chapter in Jezebel's War with America just on witches and witchcraft and then another just on radical feminism. And and it's it's nothing that you can clearly defined because you have look i i've read about women who say they are christian witches i, I guess anything is believable these days mm-hmm. and and it's more a matter of of getting in touch with kind of your magical side for others it's more getting in touch with the real feminist within them and then expressing that in some occult type of way and for others it's more serious uh you know teen vogue just had an article about uh, hexes, using various hexes to improve your sex life and things like that. So it's kind of a mixture of a dark spirituality uh, then coupled with uh, the, the feminist aspects of things, coupled with using some type of magical power. So you have the witches gathering to hex President Trump. To me, that's just kind of the flip side of blow-up-the-White-House comments by the radical feminists. It's, it's more like the spiritual expression of this radical ideology. Michael, you cite an article, an op-ed from the New York Times uh, from June, the beginning of the month, say, uh, titled, Here's What Being a Witch Really Means. So Pam Grossman, a self-described witch, wrote the article, and she explains that, quote, witch is one of the words I now use to describe myself, but its meaning varies depending on context. At any given time, it can signify that I am a feminist, someone who celebrates freedom for all and who will fight against injustice, a person who values intuition and self-expression or a kindred spirit with other people who favor the unconventional, the underground, and the uncanny. Not surprisingly, Grossman sometimes uses her magic to hex the patriarchy. So this is this is so wide-reaching. Is it just like some cool term people are using because they want to seem different? Part of it is that, absolutely. It's the new thing to use. It's the term to use. It's the concept to buy into and it's kind of catchy, it's anti-God, it's anti-Bible, it sounds threatening. And that's why we could kind of downplay it as no big deal. But on the flip side, there is definitely a movement to tap into these darker powers. I mean, I, mean, I, I documented in Jezebel's War with America these gatherings and, and, and where people actually come under demonic power wow. and where the, the witch leading the ceremonies begins to speak in another voice and things like that. In, in other words, for some, it's relatively innocent and just more talking about female empowerment and things like that, even if it's going in the wrong direction. For others, it's really opening the door to dark spiritual forces, and there's a recognition of that. And to me, it's, it's really like the devil. It's just like him 
to clothe something really ugly and dangerous and something that doesn't seem quite so ugly and dangerous. Same with the Harry Potter movies. A lot of it seems innocent and there's a good moral story with it, but then it gets kids interested in sorcery and spells and concoctions and, and the, the rest of the spiritual realm. That's what I see happening here. But when you tie it with radical feminism, it has an ideology which is distinct and definitely against ours. Wow. Stay away from the darkness of witches. Lean towards the light of Jesus. Dr. Michael Brown, thanks an awful lot for being with us. Dr. Brown, he is the host of the Line of Fire radio broadcast. His newest book is called Jezebel's War with America. Dr. Michael Brown. It's Trinity Jewelers half off half the store sale. Trinity invites you to bring your better half now through Saturday only and get half off half the store. We don't know which half yet, but 50% of all their jewelry will be going for 50% off. No, Trinity is not going out of business. They've just lost their minds, and the savings will be ridiculous. Trinity Jewelers half off half the store sale at Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road. Celebrating life's closest relationships for over 20 years at TrinityJewelers.com. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You've been planning this day all your life. Enjoy your wedding and leave the catering to Bistro to Go on the north side. Discover Bistro's classiest, simply delicious menu selections from butler past hors d'oeuvres to starters, main courses, and desserts. Buffet or plated service, each package contains full china, linen, staffing, complimentary cake plating, and more. Reasonably priced from intimate morning breakfast to grand evening affairs. Find menus, pricing, even venue recommendations at bistroandcompany.com. At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs, like hauling landscape supplies. Protect your vehicle with spray-on bed liners, tonneau covers, weather tech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with extreme detailing. Plus, lift kits, electronics, and remote starters, always a favorite. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville. For the extreme in all of us at extremetruck.net. At Walgreens, your day doesn't have to stop for diabetes. Get expert diabetes advice 24-7. Find all major brands of testing supplies like Walgreens TrueMetrics and download tools to help you stay on track. Stop by and talk to your Walgreens pharmacist today. Dentistry, in my opinion, shouldn't be a fear-inducing experience. And it really, I think, goes a long way for patients when I'm able to develop that one-on-one relationship with them. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Chances are there'll never be an emergency ever again. But just in case, let's talk about a plan. Okay. Who is going to grab the go bag? What's a go bag? It is a bag we do not have that is filled with things we really, really need in an emergency. Guess we won't have to worry about it then. Well, this is great. (laughs) I am so glad that we don't have a plan. I know. Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Visit ready.gov slash kids for tips and information. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Well, 
is the return of a summer wind. Isn't that beautiful? Wait a minute. Oh, we're fading out. No. The summer wind came blowing in from across the sea. It lingered there to touch your hair and walk with me. It's so good. I love Frank so much. Don't you love Frank? Oh. I mean, what a voice. What, what an a, attitude. Yeah. I mean, just can you imagine being in that studio and that band is around you and you have that voice coming out of you and that style and that swagger and... What an incredible combination. You know, Capitol Records, I just watched a documentary on this. They have preserved the microphone at which he stood when he did the very first big band Capitol record recording, (laughs) which was in the giant room with, you know, 30 pieces. And he was just standing at the top of that like a boss Doing is they actually have that as like a little diorama almost full yeah. scale there just to remember that era in Capitol Records history. Oh, that's fabulous! That's just so terrific. We were watching something on the uh, Turner Classic Movies, and uh, Rita Hayworth was in a film, and I <laughs> said to my kid, "That's the woman who brought Frank Sinatra to his knees." I mean, she's incredibly beautiful. Oh my gosh! Not to mention Ava. Yeah, yeah. also to his knees. Right. He's had a Another career. Reason. <laughs> All right, listen, I saw an article today on plastic bag shaming. Now, when you go to the grocery store, are you using your own bags? Oh, wait, wait, wait. We just went from Frank Sinatra to plastic bag and shaming. And this is the ride home. Yeah. Do you use your, your reusable bags? Uh, funny you should ask. <laughs> That's why I brought it up, people. Well, my answer is no, but my wife is like deeply committed to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, she is like, you go into like her minivan. Seriously, she must have 30 of yep, these. Re- uh, re- exactly. They're everywhere. Mike? Yeah, I, I don't bring any, but my wife, yeah. She's but if I, way. Well, no, if I go to like Aldi's or something. Then I'll you just have grab to. A, no, you grab a, you know, an old a box. Old box from there, yeah. Just grab one of those. You should just get the bags. You yeah. should just be happy with your dr- life and get the bags. I don't want to carry those around in my car. What? Oh, like, oh, they're so heavy. They just take no. up space. Oh, get out of they here, you guys. Look, it looks, it's I tacky. just don't like it. Yeah, that's exactly right. All right, right. I feel listen, now, here's the thing. If you come prepared, then you're not going to use the plastic bag from the store. I'm not I mean, going to use it. At all. At Aldi, you don't have the option. But in a lot of stores, if you don't bring your own bag, you have to use the plastic one. Now, listen, there's a grocery store in Canada which has come up with an odd way to remind customers to bring their own bags. Okay? Yeah. So if you walk into the store, you two who refuse to carry your reusable bags. I'm not doing it. If you walk in there and you get a bag from them, your bag might say on the outside, Hemorrhoid Treatment Incorporated. (laughs) What? 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 Wait. Another one might say... Into the Weird Adult Video Emporium. <laughs> Whoa. Or Wait. another one might say, The Colon Care Co-op. What the And then heck? in smaller lettering underneath each of those things, it says, Avoid the shame, bring a reusable <laughs> bag. Holy smokes. So now there's something. That's plastic very bag funny. Shaming. Plastic bag shaming. Oh, so great. if you're not smart enough or committed Jeez, enough to oh, bring man. your bag, we're going to make you feel like an idiot. I mean, I just miss the days when you I just like live it. your life without being pointed at. Or but that's put to, funny. Oh, that's it's funny. funny. I, I, like yeah, the, funny. I like the, the, the comic perspective on it. Well, thank goodness. We're not, you know, I mean, it's not like we're, you know, trying to shame you in some kind of sense that's really serious and, you know, has a righteous basis and, you know, we're going to out you ethically. It's not that. It's just saying, look, 
What's it? Hemorrhoid Treatment Incorporated. <laughs> I mean, that's so funny. You know, I think I just show up just to have that bag. That's so funny. That's funny stuff. And I love Avoid the Shame, <laughs> Bring a Reusable Bag. Do you oh remember gosh. Portlandia? Do you guys ever oh, watch yeah, Portlandia? Sure, yeah. right. Do you remember that scene when they're with the plastic bag <laughs> yes, shaming? Yes, I do. <laughs> right. Except they go over the loudspeaker yes. and they say, um, someone doesn't have a bag. <laughs> And then the whole place goes quiet right. and everyone just starts shaking their head like, this is awful. No, no, no. This is terrible. We're so woke. Every, we are so evolved. And we're just so perfect. Yes. Yeah, well. Never a transgression. No. That's why we need Jesus. Because we have always transgressions. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.